0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Nyla, and I'm so excited that you're here. I just love this platform that the Lord has given me to share things that he's taught me, and it's just such a cool thing, podcasting, and I love it so much, so I'm so happy that you're here, that you're stepping into my office, into my podcasting office, so we can have a little chat about some awesome topics that God has put on my heart to share with you guys, and my prayer is that... These episodes are just so transformative. And if you guys are helped by anything you hear, just praise God. He gets all the glory. I pray about the content that I'm going to do on these podcasts. And I just try to be spirit led. So he gets all the applause if you are helped. So go and thank him and just praise him. Do a praise dance in your living room. If something that is said in one of the interviews or the solo episodes is helpful, because it is all God. (laughs) He is the brains behind this podcast. So for the month of January and February 2023, I'm going to do something a little different. So if you haven't heard my first podcast, Her Holy Hustle podcast, which is a Christian business podcast, I'm actually done with that one. There's going to be no new episodes going out on that one unless God lays a topic on my heart and says, hey, I want you to do one more episode randomly. That could happen and I'm totally open to being led by the Spirit that way, but For the foreseeable future, there are no new episodes coming on that podcast. And yeah, that's a Christian business podcast. That was my first podcast. Learned so much about podcasting on that platform. And that is actually where I got a lot of skills I learned them through trial and error through putting together that podcast with my husband, and now have the skills to help other people launch their podcast, which I actually do as a business now. I'm a podcast producer for other businesses and entrepreneurs and nonprofits and organizations that wanna get their message out to the world via a podcast vehicle. And it's just really cool. When I started up her Holy Hustle podcast, I had no idea that I would then be actually using those skills. For a job, which is really cool. It was just on my bucket list. Hey, I want to start a podcast. So I did it. I started a podcast and I thought it was cool. And then it turned into something that I do for work that I get paid to do. But those episodes on her Holy Hustle podcast, which is all about how to do life and business, with God, with a peaceful pace, and be spirit-led in your decisions in life and business. Those episodes are always going to be on Apple and Spotify for you to go back to, so I'm not taking them down. You can listen to them forever, so that is not a worry. Don't worry, it's not going anywhere if you haven't listened to all of them yet. And it was a really great time, and it's it's sad that that season is ending, but I'm just feeling called to focus more on the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast because i just feeling led to do that. So what I'm going to do for the month of January and February is I'm actually going to share on the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast some episodes from her Holy Hustle podcast that are applicable. Because I actually did like some body image themed ones and some intuitive eating ones on that podcast, but I'm going to now replay them on this podcast for you guys. And I think there's just going to be like one episode in January and one episode in February that are not replays from her Holy Hustle podcast. There's going to be an interview each month. With um, January is with a former nurse talking about weight and faith from a Christian perspective, weight loss and weight gain from a from a faith based perspective. And then in February there's going to be a conversation with a dietitian who is actually one of my VA clients, so I get to help her with social media and promoting her awesome intuitive eating faith based. Eating disorder recovery business. But, anyways, I just wanted to share that with you. If you tune into an episode and you think, hmm, this kind of sounds familiar, where did I hear this? It was because it was on her Holy Hustle podcast originally. But this podcast, the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast, it has a much bigger reach and bigger audience. So, chances are that a lot of you will have not actually heard these. Um, solo episodes on the H3 pod, which I like to call my business podcast for short. So anyways, here we go and enjoy these episodes for the next couple months. And I just know that you're going to be blessed by them. And I'm just gonna send a little prayer up before we start. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for the idea to repurpose these episodes and they are so powerful. So thank you for giving me an idea where to get them exposed to other people so they can learn and heal and grow and be challenged from them. So just speak to them through these episodes. May there be healing, may there be encouragement and empowerment and joy, and just speak to them in between the lines and just expand on concepts that I talk about and just keep talking to them even after the podcast ends. Keep chatting with them about what was said. And I just thank you in advance that you're going to use these conversations to really, really help people and help them to experience freedom in areas that they're really, really craving that freedom. So we thank you that that's what you're going to do, God. That's according to your will, everything I prayed. So we thank you that you're going to do it. You're such a good God. And I just pray this all in your name, Jesus. Amen. Here we talk about intuitive eating and Jesus. Hi, I'm Nyla and welcome to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm a certified health and life coach specializing in intuitive eating and body image improvement from a Christian perspective. I pray this podcast allows you to learn the skill of intuitive eating and tap into the awesome body wisdom God intentionally designed into you for food choices and exercise choices. This podcast will teach you how to have a peaceful and joyful relationship with food and fitness, the kind that God desires all his children to experience. I'll also teach you how to view your body as God sees it. I believe Adam and Eve were intuitive eaters in the Garden of Eden, and I'm on a mission to help as many Christian women as I can eat with ease and calm as those two did all those years ago in that famous garden. So normally my bonus episodes are shorter, usually around under like, yeah, usually under 20 minutes Um, and it's usually just me, but today actually it's going to be a replay episode of when I was a guest over on someone else's podcast. So I've got that conversation, I've got that recording that I'm going to do today because I just thought it was such a great conversation that we had and it's applicable to business women. So I was a guest, I had the honor of being a guest on Chris's podcast. I don't know how to say her last name, Dobby Nack, I think is how you say it. And um. But she was actually my intuitive eating coach that I worked with in years previous and God had led me to her and through a podcast. I found her through a podcast and then I started working with her and um, so it was really cool to then be a guest on her podcast as a previous client of hers and it was just cool because podcasts had connected us and it was like we had come full circle kind of so it's really cool but yeah, we talk about the value of rest and rest from workouts but also just rest from your to-do list and how we can have um just practical tips also for moms to rest but also business women and we talk about it from a again from a biblical perspective rest and what, what does god think about rest and is that different than what the world says about rest and busyness and yeah so i think you guys are gonna be in a treat uh, you are in for a treat not just thing i know you guys are in a treat for a treat i mean and if you love this podcast um I love it when you guys do stories and tag me in them and say what you thought about an episode. I know I personally like to do that for podcasts that I listen to. I'll screenshot like me listening to it, um, my, my phone, or I'll take a picture of me listening in the park or wherever I'm listening and tag them in it. And I know that just means a lot to podcasters and I actually had a listener do that today and it was just so sweet. She had taken a picture outside saying she was listening outside and there was like cherry blossoms in the background so she was either, I don't know, in the backyard or maybe on a walk and she had said on her story, she said, her Holy Hustle podcast is the best podcast I've ever listened to and that's not an over-exaggeration and she just said that she felt God's like grace radiating through the podcast that she had listened to, the episode that she had listened to. Listen to, and that she just really needed that today, and so that just touched me so much. So if you guys love um, any episode, do that. That that really is a way that you can just give me a little gift if you've been helped from this podcast or help from anything that I post on Instagram. So that would just bless me if you did that. So, anyways, let's dive in, and I just pray that this blesses you and that you walk away with valuing rest and that you see the value of it, even if the people around you don't, that you would start to see rest how God sees it. So let's dive in.
1: Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. Can we talk about rest? Rest is a topic that, as today's guest so gently shared with me, we have not actually talked about in depth here on the podcast, but it's a really important topic. Topic, Especially because many of us are busy women, we are busy moms, and oftentimes we can feel as though rest is something that we just simply don't have time for. We don't have time in the day, we have things to do, we get worried that if we rest from our workouts that we're not going to get the results that we want, that we're not going to get to the next level in health and wellness. If we take rest from movement, that we're not going to get to the next level in our business, if we take rest from working, that resting is lazy, that resting is unproductive. We have so many things that we tell ourselves about why we shouldn't rest. And on the same side of things, we are also being told by society that rest makes us lazy or rest makes us unproductive or that rest is important, but make sure you're still knocking the things off your to-do list. Make sure you're hustling to get to the next thing that you want to be at. And then there's this whole past year that we've had, year plus, where many of us have not had the same opportunities to rest and restore like we have in the past so rest can be something that feels next to impossible sometimes even like something that we shouldn't do but what happens when we don't rest we eventually inevitably burn out today's guest is not only a friend and a former client, but she is also one of our Super Mama Society coaches, and she is one of the best people I could think of to talk on the topic of rest. As she shares in this episode, Nyla has a past experience of a disordered relationship with food and fitness, and we connected about a year ago where she was really wanting to find the healthiest place possible with her own relationship with rest. And through our time working together, And through our time as friends in the last year, it has been so incredible to see her transformation of someone who has been creating this really incredible relationship with food and fitness and her body, but is now a coach and a light to other women in the same areas, being able to share with them her story of coming from a place of not allowing herself rest for literally decades, to being in a place now where she welcomes rest and she brings it into her day, even the busiest days, and she shares with us today some of her most practical tips for getting rest from a movement perspective, from a mental-emotional perspective, and even a spiritual perspective. We had an incredible conversation and I know that this is going to benefit so many of you. So for those of you who don't yet know her, Nyla Weeb is a certified health and life coach trained in habit and mindset change, also holding a food and nutrition diploma and a host of fitness instructor certifications who coaches through an intuitive eating Christian and Enneagram perspective. She works virtually one-on-one with women worldwide, helping them heal their relationship with food, fitness, and body image without dieting, obsession, or restrictions, but instead teaching them to tune in to their God-given body cues and wonderfully unique personalities. Friends, I know you are going to love Nyla and I can't wait for us to dig into this conversation. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Nyla. Welcome Nyla. I am so excited to have you on the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. I feel like this episode has been a long time coming and I'm just so excited to chat with you today.
0: Yeah, this is wild because I found you on a podcast. You were a guest on a podcast I was listening to. And then I started listening to your podcast and I like binge listened to it all. And then, yeah, I remember following you on Instagram and messaging you. And then when you messaged me back, I felt like I was talking to a celebrity like, oh, wow, like I listened to her on a podcast and she's messaging me like this is wild. So to be on your podcast, it just kind of feels surreal. It's like we've come full circle. I found you on a podcast and now
1: I'm on a podcast with you like It's crazy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And we have connected so much in the past year and I've already read your bio. So my listeners already know a little bit about you, Um, but now you are one of our super mama society coaches and we have just connected so much on so many levels in in the past year. And I know that you have so much value to bring my listeners. So this is going to be so great. You know that if you've listened to the podcast before, I love to start with just a fun little icebreaker. Are you up for it? Yeah, let's do it. So I did mention to you that I just started doing a new icebreaker, so you haven't heard this one yet, but what are you reading these days, Nyla? Oh, my
0: goodness. I'm reading like 10 books. I'm one of those people who read 10 books at a time. I read a like a chapter one and then the next day I go and read another chapter of a different one. And I feel like that's kind of a bad system for reading books because then I never actually finish them. And um, our library here, they recently took out their charges like for late fees. So I'm loving that so I can keep them a lot longer. But I'm reading a lot of stuff by like Brené Brown right now, The Gifts Mm -hmm. of Imperfection. And then there's a book on quiet, like the how to be an introvert in a world that can't stop talking. I'm an introvert. So I'm reading that one, too. And um, those are the ones that come to mind. I know I have a bunch of other ones in my bedroom right now, but those are the ones that I can think of. Oh, I guess also The Road Back to You, the Enneagram, the famous well-known one. I'm reading that one, too. So, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Such good answers. I love Brene Brown and I love the road back to you. So those are awesome. And I'm going to need to get the name of the book that you mentioned on being an introvert because I feel like I could use that.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think it's just called quiet, actually quiet. And then the subtitle is like the gift or being an introvert in a world that can't stop talking. But if you just search like quiet, it's a gray covered book and you'll find it.
1: Oh, awesome. So like I mentioned, I already shared your bio, but I would love if you would just start by sharing in your own words who you are and what you're passionate about bringing to the world.
0: Yeah, so I'm Nyla, like we said. I'm a wife, um, sister, daughter, really cool aunt, <laughs> um, and I'm an intuitive eating and body image coach, and I coach from a Christian and an Enneagram perspective, and yeah, I was telling my husband yesterday how much better life is when food isn't controlling me anymore or exercise isn't controlling me anymore. So, I guess my passion in life is just to teach other people how to not let those things control them because for so many years they were just dictating my life and I was obsessed with them and um yeah, I like like we mentioned before we started talking, I have an ankle sprain and in the past when I have gotten injuries and not been able to exercise, I was just devastated. Like my life crumbled and I just felt like it was just like the worst thing in the world to me in that moment. But now since the work that I've done with intuitive eating and like intuitive movement, when I was, when I've had this ankle sprain, like I have such fun, fun memories of just like sliding down the stairs on my bum. Cause that's easier when you can't like walk down the stairs and just cracking jokes and just watching more Netflix with my husband. And like, it's just, I don't know. I just want that for women that in any season they find themselves in, that there can be freedom and joy with food and fitness. And um, yeah so I just I guess I want to just share with people that and like the other day I forgot to work out and I was like, oh whoops I, I meant to but like whatever and that never would have happened before because I was just thinking about food and fitness like 24 7 and yeah I just want to give people that that space in their minds to think about other things so that's my passions in life
1: oh my gosh I love that so much I'm nodding along with you and even though i I know your story and I know your passion well i So am with you in that. you. I know that you know that in the past, I was the same way. I could not imagine ever forgetting a workout. It would have been something that would have been top of mind because it was something I had to do or else, or else what would happen if I didn't do my workout and having that freedom and that brain space to be able to live fully without being controlled by that and still live a life that is energized and vibrant without feeling really like bogged down by that need to fit into the certain mold of food and fitness is so, so powerful. So I think the work you do is so incredible. And I am so excited to dig more into our topic today. And, you know, today we're going to talk about a topic that you know, I guess we've already started talking about it, right? <laughs> but it's really familiar to both of us and it's really necessary. And I love that you so gently brought to my attention when we were talking that I haven't really talked about this on the podcast before. And that is the power of exactly what you're talking about, but rest and actually resting in our lives, rest from movement and rest in our lives. So I would love if, you could just kind of dig a little bit deeper into your journey to learning to embrace rest from that place where you were trapped in this place of feeling like you had to get the workout in, you had to eat a certain way to the place where you are now, where you can forget about a workout, where you can just lie down the stairs on your bum because you have an ankle that's not feeling too great. And you can actually watch more Netflix with your husband without stressing about it, but enjoying it. So how did you get to the place you're in now?
0: Yeah, like like I said before in the past rest would not have happy memories it would be just terrible memories and I just got so anxious anxious if I couldn't get a workout in and until I could get that workout in it was just I was so irritable with people I just couldn't focus it was just Yeah, I just couldn't. So then rest days were out of the question because if I even the thought of taking a rest day just made me so anxious and just like have a panic attack. So then I just didn't do them. And I literally I was thinking about it. And there for 20 years, I only took two rest days. I can remember two times I took them out of 20 years and they were by like accident. And one of them was we we went to Mexico for our honeymoon and we were like on a resort there and I got the flu when we were there. And so then I slept the whole day and that was doable of a rest day because I wasn't dealing with the anxiety cause I was asleep. But I, yeah, I just remember waking up the morning after that I had, I was feeling better the next day and I was in a swimsuit and I caught a glance of myself in the mirror and I was like kind of dehydrated looking cause I hadn't been eating or drinking very much that day, the day before, cause I was sick. And I remember just thinking like, well, I guess it's okay that you didn't exercise yesterday because you didn't really eat much. So like, I guess that's okay. And now I can just see like, there's so much disorder in that thought, um, But yeah, that was my head back there. That was how I thought about rest and exercise. And um, yeah, even on sick days, I would still like make myself walk for at least 30 minutes or I would do yoga on days that I was maybe even had a migraine. And even though doing down dogs and sun salutations made me feel like so gross. I was like, no, you just you have to you have to do this. And it's totally abusing a really healthy thing and using it in an unhealthy way and um yeah i just remember like dropping weights on my foot or accidentally like punching myself in the face with a with a weight and getting like a bloody lip and still finishing the workout cuz it was like that was just my goal in life but you need to finish this workout and if you don't that's the most terrible thing in the world and i just had this fear that i was terrified that if i take a day off exercise i'm going to stop exercising forever and yeah and then I started seeing other people on Instagram taking rest days. And they then they came back to the workouts, they they took their break, they got recovered. And then they went back to workouts. And they said, like, it made them enjoy the workouts more, and they looked forward to it. And I just craved that relationship with rest too. And I was just so tired mentally and physically. And um, then what really helped me, we was working with you as an intuitive eating and exercise coach and you helped me um, with this before I started working with clients I just had some things with rest that I wanted to work on first I was feeling really good with the food department but I wanted to work on just the issues with rest and I remember that you're helping me with this and we had a plan that I was going to take a rest day after not taking them for years and um, I was going to, I woke up, or no, it was that night, like the night before I was going to take a rest day. I just could not sleep. I was just so anxious. And I remember in the morning sending you like this panic email, like, I can't do it. Like, this is so hard and scary. And I remember that you emailed me back and what you said just was so it was so life-changing. You said, what are you making rest days say about you as a person? And I thought long and hard about that. And I realized that I was making rest mean less worth. So then no wonder I didn't want to take a rest day because it was like, if you take a rest day, you you're not as worthy, like of love, or you don't have that much human worth on those days. And so then just realizing why, why rest days were so scary to me was so helpful. And, um, Learning to source my worth correctly was game changer, realizing I just have worth. I don't have to gain it in a day. My worth, um, the number of my worth, it's just like this constant number and resting or exercise or eating a certain way. It doesn't change that fixed value. That was game changer, sourcing my worth. I'm a Christian. So sourcing my worth from the fact that he made me, so that means I have worth, and it's nothing to do with my looking or my doing, but just that he created me. And uh, yeah, it was so hard at first, though, to take a rest day. I'm not gonna lie, it was really, really hard. Um, that first day was the hardest, but I just knew, like, I don't want to keep living the same way. And um, each day it got easier and easier. Each rest day I took, each I tried to take one a day, or not one a day, one a week, and it got easier and easier. And I was building up truth, like proof truth proof i guess in a way that like hey you did this a different day and nothing bad happened like this day will be the same it's gonna be okay and um i know sometimes i had these thoughts like oh no like on a rest day i'd think like by now i would have got a workout in and i would get anxious and then i would just remind myself no it's good that you don't resemble the old you she wasn't happy like you're you're trying a new way and it's good you don't look like the old you and you don't have those old habits and um yeah, just learning the science of rest really helped me too. like how rest actually benefits your body and makes, um, like those, the workouts you do, they're actually more effective when you give yourself some time to recover from them. And, um, just observing too, that I did enjoy my workouts more when I took a day off for them or two or however many my body needed that week. And I had better form and I could get more out of the workout and, um, yeah, I guess just also something that was so helpful was something again, that you said you had said in, I think it was in one of your courses, maybe uncomplicated eating, you had used the phrase that like all food is morally neutral. And so then just to apply that to exercise that movement rests, like they're morally neutral too just like food is and food, food or um, exercise or rest, it doesn't have morals, like it can't choose good or bad choices like a human could. So since it doesn't have morals, like it can't, it can't make us bad or good for doing it or not doing it. Just that concept was so helpful. And um, yeah, I guess just also I'm an Enneagram three and sometimes I get this lie that I need to be productive 24 seven. So redefining um, rest as like it, you are doing something when you're resting, you're being productive in the rest department that there's different departments of productivity, not just your to-do list department was really helpful. And Um, Yeah. So really just, um, just like coming back to my why, like, why do you want to change Nyla? Cause I'm tired of living this way and working with a coach and outside help. um, That was just game changer for me. So yeah, that is my, my story in a nutshell. I hope that kind of paints a picture of what it was like and what it is now.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. So much goodness there. And you can see me nodding along (laughs) with you going, Oh my gosh, I have been in a very similar place. And I think so many women can relate to this idea that you mentioned that if I stop, I won't be able to start again. We get this mindset that if we're on a roll and that roll stops, then it's all over. And I think, you know, you brought up a good point that so many of us tie the way that we treat our bodies, whether it is. Um, you know, with food, with fitness, you know, any of these things with our worth that we are better if we are doing, you know, if we are striving in terms of fitness or in terms of eating in the best way possible. And so it does feel like when we take a day off from that, that we are doing something bad or socially too, you know, there are so many, health and wellness, you know, people out there, you know, well-meaning that say things like no rest days or, um, oh my gosh, what was one of the other ones when I was a fitness coach years ago, it was, um, something about like, oh, never miss a Monday. Right. It was Mm. never miss a Monday. It was, and there are all of these kind of negative, they're really they're coming from the side of, of diet culture, right? And telling us that in order to be good, in order to be healthy, that we have to live up to these like crazy unrealistic expectations, like doing things like working out when we are super, super sore and our body is telling us that we need to rest. Or maybe we're not even sore, but it's been like... You said 20 years since you've taken a rest day <laughs> and your body really needs that and we don't realize that just like you said rest can actually be productive but so many of us don't look at it like that. So many of us look at it like if I stop I'm never going to start again. Or if I don't do this, then I've totally given up on all of my health and wellness goals or living a healthy life. And that's just so not true. But that is unfortunately what so much of the media and the health and wellness world tells us. And we don't talk enough about the benefit of rest, even though I think what's interesting I know for myself, you know, I was a personal trainer for a number of years, I taught group fitness classes and it was actually it actually became even harder to take a rest day when we're talking we'll talk about all different forms of rest, but when we're talking about like actual physical rest from movement, it got really hard to take a physical rest day because I was teaching fitness classes all the time. And I remember at some point even though I was in a, a very unhealthy. I was in a very unhealthy place with my relationship with food and movement at this time. And I hadn't quite recognized that yet, but I had recognized that I was really, really exhausted. And I remember being so nervous going to talk to the owner of the fitness company that I worked for and say like, Hey, I need at least one day off because I'm just, I can't do this because what I was trying to do was do my own workouts and then also teach fitness classes, which is just completely insane. I was basically doing double workouts every single day. Hindsight is 2020. But I remember being so nervous telling her that not because she was the owner of the fitness company but because it almost felt like a sign of weakness me going like oh i'm just not fit enough to do my own workouts and then also teach fitness classes every single day of the week or it was like you know five or six days a week i can't remember how much it was but it was a lot and it was too much and i remember her going okay <laughs> she's like so sweet and i'm still friends with her now and she was like okay we'll figure it out we'll 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 make it we'll make it work if that's too much for you we'll make it work and i was just so shocked i was like okay I guess i can do this but sometimes it takes us getting to the point of being so physically exhausted that we realize something's got to change but oftentimes we still don't admit to ourselves that that's what we need to do. I think many of us know how important rest is, but we still don't allow it for ourselves because of all of these things that we mentioned, right? Putting our worth in the way that we are moving or the way that we are just nonstop in our lives or feeling that fear of our bodies changing or losing momentum because we take a day off. But It is so essential, like you mentioned, because our bodies come back better physically and mentally after rest. So I want you to expand a little bit more on why rest is so important for us. For the woman who's listening, who I know there are so many women listening and they're nodding and they're going, oh my gosh, that's me. And they might not want to admit it, but they might be like, okay, so tell me why why is rest important? Why is it important physically? Why is it important mentally? And how, how can we kind of encourage the woman listening to, to get a little bit of rest?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like from a physical standpoint, um, when we're exercising, like it, it, it's stress on your body, it's healthy stress, but it is stress. So your body needs a break from that stress. And, um, you're also making little tiny tears in your muscles, like when you're, when you're working out and then in that rest period, um, like I know, you know, this, um, your muscles are, um, rebuilding themselves stronger, but if you're just constantly working out and just tearing those muscles, there's no rebuilding of the muscles and they're not getting a chance to rebuild or rebuild stronger. Um, so that concept, I, um, just marinating on that was really helpful for myself. And also, um, workouts are half a mental workout. It's half physical, but then it's half cheering yourself on to the finish line. Or, um, so it's, it's giving kind of your inner cheerleader a rest too. Cause sometimes I'm like, sometimes I know I need a rest day when I'm like, I couldn't cheer myself on through a workout today. I need to wait a day. Cause then I could have the mental, like emotional energy to be like, you can do this Nyla. And, um, so also just the, yeah, the mental cheerleader needs a rest so you can cheer yourself on and um yeah like kids they get they get recessed for a reason studies show that when you take a break you're more productive so it's just yeah it's going to make us more productive um, our workouts more productive, but just, I think just in life, you're going to be more productive when you take breaks, when it's maybe just a break from your to-do list. Like I add fun things on my to-do list. Um, I don't just have like all the, the stuff you have to do because those breaks, whether it's from a workout or just breaks during your work day, they're super, they make you more productive. And I think some people think, and I thought this for a long time, that it's going to make me less productive, but actually it's going to make your time later more efficient. So that's what comes to mind for that question.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm over here going, I should add fun things to my to-do list. I remember a few weeks ago, um, you know, that I love going live with all of the, you know, with all of my social media platforms, whether it be my Facebook group or the Super Mama Society or my Instagram. But oftentimes when I do a couple of those in a row when I'm working, I like, I get so excited and I put so much energy into it, like physical and mental. I will be like sweaty at the end of it because I'm like moving around and I'm just excited to talk about balance in every area. And oftentimes when I'm, done, I realized that, you know, I've been talking for half an hour or an hour and I'm kind of tired. And I remember a couple weeks ago, I had done, um, two live videos in a row. One of them was like a web class. And then the other one was, um, a live with, I think it was a super mama society Q and a, and I was like, so I was just exhausted at the end of it. And I was like physically exhausted. I was mentally exhausted. And I still had other things on my to-do list. And I was like, I don't even know how to rest. I am that person who I can rest from exercise now, but resting from work is actually really difficult for me. So I texted my assistant who is amazing. And she is so good at resting. And she is like the, she is such a blessing in my life because she will remind me to just it's okay. The work will get done. Just chill out for a while. And I was like, if one wanted to take a rest, what would one perhaps do? I'm asking for a friend. (laughs) And she gave me a few suggestions. She was like, you know, you could take a nap. But I was like, nope, out of the question. I'm just not someone who naps. (laughs) Naps are great. Naps are a great idea for a lot of people. Um, But they just, I just tend to wake up more tired. So that doesn't necessarily work for me. And we settled on me just going for like a really nice and relaxing walk, nothing fast or strenuous. It wasn't, yes, it was physical activity, but it was just me going for a walk. I put a podcast in and I just like breathed through it and I walked for like 10 minutes and I came back and I felt so much more energized again and so much more ready to go back into my day. So I love that you mentioned that, that, you know, the productivity rest, because I needed to hear that. And I needed that reminder. And that's <laughs> something that I've been working on in the last, well, really the last several months, because I think. Oh my goodness. I think just as a society, (laughs) we are tired. This whole last year, 2020 and coming into 2021 has been exhausting. You know, we've been in unprecedented times and oftentimes it can feel I know our mutual friend Sarah Dalton talks about this and um, she talks about managing your energy and I think um she did a bonus call for the Super Mama Society membership and she was talking about how many of us have been without our like usual coping mechanisms for being able to just rest and to chill out and to kind of reset our energy in the last year because we are at home and we're with our spouses more than ever, which can be great, but also hard. We are with our kids if we have them more than ever, which can be great, but also hard. We feel like we can't step away from work because work is in front of us all the time instead of going to an office and coming home. So I think that, um, for so many of us, it can sometimes feel impossible to get the rest in, but we have to have that perspective of rest is actually productive and Rex, Rex rest is actually going to help with our productivity, whether it's, you know, our fitness goals and wanting to be strong and to feel good and so allowing our bodies that time to repair or the productivity side of things where it's like, oh my gosh, if I actually rest, then I can come back and I can come back stronger mentally and be able to be more productive with my next task. So sorry for that little tangent, but it really just kind of sparked something in me where I'm like, yes, I am hundred percent there and also needing to hear this myself. So you are definitely, um, <laughs> blessing me with your words today, Nyla, because I'm like, oh yeah, I am more productive when I take a little bit of rest. <laughs> And I think it's super
0: helpful to helpful to remember that um, like it, the, the dangers of an all or nothing mindset that like some rest is still worth doing. So maybe busy moms, they don't have a lot of time to themselves, but even five minutes is going to benefit you. Um, it doesn't have to be like 30 minutes or an hour just some still counts and you're going to you're going to notice so i think that's also helpful to just have the like all or something mindset versus like all or nothing
1: yes oh my gosh yeah that is it's that's so so important because i think so you mentioned being an enneagram 3 and i know that enneagram 3s are very into productivity and getting things done <laughs> Enneagram ones like myself are not far off. (laughs) For me, you know, I get stuck in this perfectionistic mindset, um, often even to this day, though I am, um, you know, when I am in health as an Enneagram one, I am very much, um, I'm able to give myself that rest and I'm able to give myself more of that grace and not beat myself up when I'm not doing things perfectly. But at the same time, that is something where it's very easy to fall into that all or nothing and be like, oh, well, if I can't actually take 20 minutes break, you know, Because such and such a book or a program or whatever told me that that's how much break I need to take in between work tasks or whatever it is, then I'm just not going to take a break at all. But you're right. Even five minutes can be a really great way to just take a break during the day. Especially for busy moms who feel like they can't get a break or they're at home with their kids and there's no place to go, which um, mama, if that's you, I feel you. (laughs) There's no place to go, but outside And these days, um, I'm looking outside at six inches of snow outside and I'm like, well, we can't even really go outside. I mean, we can tomorrow, but today it's snowing. And so sometimes it does feel like it can be impossible, but even five minutes can be really, really powerful for even just our, our mental health.
0: I think even a minute, even just a minute stepping outside on the deck, closing your eyes. Maybe if you're Christian, you're praying, or maybe you're doing some deep breathing, or just saying, I'm just gonna be out here and I'm gonna kind of I know there's a practice called like grounding yourself. So you're like, what can I smell? What can I see? What can I just using your senses kind of um just anchoring into that kind of just a calming mechanism and even just like not discrediting the power of one minute of to yourself even. It doesn't even have to be 5 minutes or just just start small with
1: what you have. So, yes. Oh my gosh, the power of just breathing <laughs> and giving yourself that time. I mean, how often do we go through our days forgetting to breathe? We're breathing, we're alive, but we're not actually breathing. We're not actually taking a second to take a deep breath, which is exactly what I tell my kids when my kids are getting overwhelmed. It's a lot easier sometimes to see our kids or other people getting overwhelmed because we are in that kind of outsider's perspective. And for us it's just kind of oftentimes we're just go 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 whether this is we can even talk about this when we're talking about exercise too we're just going along we're we're working out every single day and we're just go 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 and then all of a sudden we're exhausted and we're like where did that come from (laughs) and the same thing in our day it's like oh my gosh i i think i'm starting to feel a bit overwhelmed Maybe it's because I've barely even taken a breath today because I haven't stopped. So even just taking that minute and grounding ourselves and taking that breath is so powerful. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I would love to talk a little bit about rest from a spiritual perspective, because like you mentioned, you're a Christian and I'm a Christian, and I love to bring faith into the podcast whenever we can. I know that not all of my listeners are of the same faith, but I believe that we can gain wisdom from each other no matter what our faith is. Um, So I would love to talk a little bit about how rest is actually biblical and how oftentimes as women, we feel like the message, is just to give, to give, to give, and to not give ourselves the space of rest. So can we talk a little bit about spiritual rest and why it's important from a spiritual perspective to give ourselves that rest? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this question. Um, I think
0: it could be an entire podcast episode though. I was thinking about this and I was even discussing it with my husband and he's like, yeah, like rest is a huge theme in the Bible. Like that's, that's a big question. So I love it. But, um, I think there's maybe like three types of rest talked about in the Bible. So there in Hebrews four, it talks about like, um, laboring to enter that rest and that kind of rest is like, um, this faith or this trust in God. So like finding this like inner peace, like we're, we're entering this rest, this place of trust that in God and not our own, strengths or our own resources so there's like that kind of rest that's talked about and then in Matthew I think it it's talking about like more so like physical rest or like um, the rest from to-do list where it's saying like are you weary are you burdened like come to me and I'll teach you how to rest and um, so I think It talks about that. But then there's also the Bible talks about the Sabbath. So taking a day off once a week um, from whatever feels like work for you and um just spending that more with loved ones, more with God and extra time with loved ones. And um I do think it's okay to work out on a Sabbath day. Um, because maybe working out to one person that is just really refreshing. And they're like, oh, I have extra time today. I'm taking my Sabbath today. I can go for a really refreshing walk in the park with God and but then one person might be like no workouts are not refreshing like they like it. I think it's because some people love to work out and some do it because they know it's beneficial. So um they maybe don't love it as much. So uh just all that to say like it's okay to move on the Sabbath if, if that's like um enjoyable for you. But so those are the three kind of like rests that I pick out in the Bible. But uh yeah God does tell us all throughout the Bible to rest though and like nothing bad will happen when we rest. Um, God tells us to rest so we can trust his commands to benefit us, not to harm us. And um, in Leviticus, um, it it says to to let the fields rest like a farming field. And they when you let a farming like crop or whatever, every seven years, let it rest. It means that the next year, the yield is going to be better. It's going to be more productive. And in Genesis, um, it says that our bodies are made from dust. So then that same principle of resting the land so it would be more productive applies to us because we are made made from the land, like God made us out of dust. So when I heard a pastor say that, I was like, that is so cool that resting our bodies is going to yield a better like quote unquote crop for us too. And um, I just love that. And yeah, like rest in music. I love playing piano and ukulele and like rest in music. Um, it makes the music more beautiful, those moments of silence. And like, I love to make sourdough bread and you rest your dough when you're making it. And that makes it better. And like white space on a wall looks, it makes the few pictures that are there stand out more rather than a whole wall crammed with photos. And um, I just think that, yeah, God's created our bodies to just like those examples, they turn out better and more beautiful when rest is incorporated. He's um, designed our bodies the same way. And Um, yeah, when he created creation, he rested on the seventh day, not because he was tired, but because he was role modeling to us um, how he wanted us to take care of our bodies. And um, yeah, just Brené Brown, like she has a quote about it taking courage to um, value rest and play in a world that puts busyness on a pedestal. And When I heard that quote, it brought me to Romans 12, which tells us not to copy the patterns and the values of the world. So the world doesn't maybe value rest, but God does. And we're called to value what he values. And that might be kind of countercultural sometimes. And um, yeah, I just i don't know jesus was a fan of self-care and rest is self-care and we see him in scripture it says he would often take time away from the crowds and he would go and pray he would maybe walk and it just filled his cup up so that he could later though then go like uh, pour into others and so yeah if he if he sees it as um a necessity self-care like rest time alone um to restore yourself um I don't know if he values it, then we should value it, too. And yeah, he's never going to call us to do something. If he calls us to rest, it's going to benefit us, not harm us. And so those are kind of the mindsets that came to mind when I was thinking of this question. But again, you could go in like 8 million directions with that. So
1: Oh my gosh. I'm smiling so big right now because I love those examples so much. I love that you said Jesus is a fan of self-care. Oh my gosh. That could be a book title. Can you write that book, please? <laughs> it's it's actually a chapter. I just created an audiobook and that's the, a chapter title that I use. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so glad. I love that so much because it's true. He did. He took time for himself. He took time to fill his cup so that he could pour back out into others in the most beautiful way and we can live by that example. And I love that you know you continue to go back to the fact that you know God's command for us, God's commands for us are for our good. And so when he tells us to rest, it is for our good and it is so important to take that time to because we do, we come back stronger, we come back more productive, we come back better when we do take that time to rest and it is all the way back into, you know, biblical times that tell us that this is important. And it's our current modern world that tells us that we shouldn't slow down, whether it's that we need to keep hustling in order to achieve our goals, or that we need to keep working out in order to get stronger. We need to remember that it is that white space and that time that we take in between that is just as important and just as productive as the actual work that we do. So, Wow. Oh. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. This is such a good conversation. And I know that this is going to uplift so many women who are listening, who just need this reminder. Cause I think a lot of us, like I mentioned before, we know, we know we need rest. And for the woman who is listening, who was like, I was going to skip over this episode. Cause I know, I know, I hope that you're encouraged right now. <laughs> Cause I know I am. I'm like, okay, it's okay. I can take some rest because God said it was okay. And <laughs> yeah. that is really good. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that the ladies listening love some really good practical advice. So if the woman who's listening is in a similar place that you were and that I was for so many years where I felt like rest was unproductive and especially when it came to fitness, I felt like if I if I rested, then for me I felt like I wouldn't continue to get stronger. And now I know, you know, we've talked about Both in coaching and, you know, here on the podcast, we've talked about the fact that when we do rest, our bodies build up stronger, it's actually productive, not counterproductive, like we've been talking about. So what do we do if we are in that place where we're like, okay, rest is kind of hard for me because I feel like maybe like you mentioned before, if I rest, then I'm not going to get back into it. Or if I rest, I'm not going to get stronger. What are some things that we can do on rest days from exercise and how can we start to incorporate more rest in our lives as a whole?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, something that again that you taught me in coaching that has stuck with me forever is don't put rules around rest days because I I remember I like had messaged you and I I felt like I was confessing like, I went for a 20 minute walk on my rest day and you're like that's okay like did it feel restorative and I was like yeah but wasn't I just supposed to sit on the couch all day on a rest day? And you just reminded me, like, don't put rules around rest days. And when you put rules around one area of your life, it can be really easy to put them in another area of life. So just be really on the lookout for that, um, that black and white um, thinking in other areas, because I had put them around food, then I put it around exercise. And then I was like, just trying to put it around, around rest days and thinking they had to look a certain way to quote unquote count. And so, yeah, just knowing that rest days can look different each week, just doing what feels restorative to you. And I would start with making a list of just what activities do feel restorative to you. Um, and you can even do it in different departments, different categories, like what feels mentally restorative to you, socially um, restorative, like spiritually restorative, physically, just go through all those different categories and write some things that come up for you, um, activities. And I don't know, you can, I love foam rolling on a rest day. I've really gotten into foam rolling. I love that or a gentle walk, um, or restorative yoga, stretching, or sometimes nothing. And I'll do something fun. Instead, like during that time that I normally would work out, maybe I'll go bake something a new recipe, or I'll go for coffee with a friend. Um, Yeah, just do what feels restful to you. And I would schedule in rest. um, And just Uh, like, yeah, the Enneagram three in me, we struggle to do fun things. So I have to schedule it in instead of just doing work. And so at the end of the week, I actually schedule in like my fun things. And you could do that with your rest. So when I'm scheduling my fun things, I'm like, hey, what are two fun things that I'm going to for sure do this week that I'm really like, when I think about doing them, I like perk up. And maybe it's like, I'm going to drive to that park that I used to live by. And I'm going to go run in that park. Or I'm going to go, I'm going to try this new recipe out and make it or just, but do that with rest. Like what are two like restful things or however any, I don't know. It doesn't have to be two, but just however much you want to rest that week, um, yeah, just plan it in like a dentist appointment that you know that if you miss it, there's gonna be a fee. You're still you're gonna have to pay, and you're gonna pay in the fact that um, it's not gonna feel so good. And I love how Paige um, Schmidt she talks on her on her podcast about visualizing your future self, mm-hmm. and so just picture your future self making the decision not to rest and then picturing the your future self making the decision to rest and just really getting detailed about like how do you feel what's the expression on your face um when you've made both of those like scenarios happen and then it really can help you make the choice to rest knowing that in a couple hours in a day you're going to be glad you made that choice and so th- those are some of my tips I think and also just um The difference between on your to-do list, like this needs to get done and this would be nice to get done because maybe the laundry, it would be nice to get it folded and put away, but it would actually be okay if it stayed there in the laundry basket for three more days. So just, yeah, what needs to get done today and um, what just would be nice to get done, but it's okay if it doesn't. So
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love bringing it to that visualization and visualizing who we want to be and how we want to feel. Because I know that when I visualize my ideal future self, it is someone who is calm and centered. And I know that rest is going to help contribute to that. And so I love that. And I love that you mentioned scheduling it in. The perfectionist in me loves scheduling things (laughs) into my calendar. But you know what? It is important because those of us who are just go, 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 we need that reminder. We need that dentist appointment that we're gonna get charged for because we're not gonna feel good if we don't rest. And I realize as you're saying this, something that popped into my mind was that I've never regretted resting. Mm. I've never regretted actually taking that time for myself And whether it is just a deep breath in the afternoon in the midst of the craziness or a walk in the middle of my workday that's really restorative or taking the day off from the workout when I am really sore, which, by the way, is a really good reason for taking a rest day because it means that your body is broken down and it needs that rest to build back up but i've never regretted taking that rest and i think we there is that fear oftentimes around slowing down around resting but when we allow ourselves it as a part of just our weekly routine, it becomes something that's natural and that's second nature. And it becomes something that we crave and something that we are using to honor our bodies, just like we are making sure that we are eating foods that feel good and actually moving. It becomes something that is just as important for us. And I think that we look forward to too. I know I look forward to my rest days. Typically my rest days are um, for me on a a rest days from movement. At least I try to get that rest throughout the week. Like we're talking about. And, you know, I just admitted sometimes I don't, especially on my full work days, (laughs) like my Thursdays and Fridays are really heavy work days for me. And so it can be easy for me to just go, go, go and not stop. But when I do take a rest, it's always incredible. But I know on my Saturdays are usually my day that I have a little bit of extra time. Um, and I'm just able to just take it a little bit slower. And I've never, you know, woken up on a Sunday and been like, man, having a restful Saturday was terrible. I shouldn't have had a restful (laughs) Saturday. (laughs) It would have been so great to be busy and harried and all over the place. I never feel like that. And I think that we sometimes feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna feel so unproductive and I'm gonna feel like I got nothing done or I'm gonna feel so lazy, but rest isn't lazy. Rest is essential. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much for those reminders and those like really practical steps for, for really taking some rest.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that so much that, um, what you're saying about how you've never regretted a rest day. Cause I know there's a saying floating out there like, Oh, I've never regretted a workout. But Mm -hmm. when I've heard that saying, I'm like, Oh, I have many times regretted doing a workout. (laughs) And, um, that just the mindset, like, just because you could, doesn't mean you should, um, just because you could work out, um, yeah, it doesn't mean you have to. And um, it's okay to pivot from a plan. I learned that from you too, that if you decided, you know, I'm gonna work out today and then it's that that day comes or that, that you're about to put on your workout clothes and you're like, I just don't think this is a good fit for how my body's feeling or my schedule got really busy. It's not a failure if you don't work out and you plan to. It's just a success in listening to your body cues or just the flow of your day. And that that's okay. And that's you're, you should be proud of that. It's not a failure. It's just, you know what? I'm, I'm being flexible and that's awesome. And I'm proud of that. So I think that's a good thing to keep in mind too. That's been helpful for me.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that is part of intuitive movement, right? In, I think the idea of intuitive movement can be so nebulous, very much like the idea of intuitive eating in the beginning stages of learning. What does it actually mean to eat intuitively? What does it mean to tune into our intuition? It sounds kind of woo-woo, and we realize it's really just tuning into our bodies and tuning into ourselves, and the same thing with movement. I know this happened to me just last week. I Um, love the Peloton workout app and I happen to have a treadmill at my apartment complex and I'll do some of their treadmill workouts when I'm a runner and I've been a runner for years and years and I absolutely love running, Um, but I don't love running inside, but I do, I miss running when it's cold outside and I'm just not willing to do something that makes me miserable for the (laughs) sake of exercise. So I don't run outside in the winter time. But I will run inside with some of these fun workouts from some of these instructors that I really love. I love that they're all about strengthening your mind and your body, and they're not at all about, you know, changing the way your body looks. And so there's this one instructor that's been doing this workout series that I love, and I've been doing it once a week. I just, I kind of have it on my like schedule because I actually have the time to do it with two kiddos, mom life. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do this workout. And I woke up that morning and I was just kind of sluggish and I was kind of tired And part of me was a little sad because I was like, oh, I was so excited to do this workout. I really love it. And then I reminded myself that that workout will always be there. I can always go back and do it another time. But today, my body is screaming at me that I need some rest. So I went and did a 20-minute walk, and it felt great. And just because I wanted to move. So... Other days I could have just taken a, a total rest day. And ha- I happened to have taken a rest day the day before. And I was like, i will walk and see how I feel. Sometimes I walk and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to run. And I did not feel like that at all. <laughs> I walked and I was like, nope, this is good. This is great. And it's so beautiful to come to that place of being able to check in with ourselves and being able to be like, okay, today's not the day for that. And I'm just gonna take an extra rest day or today is the day for that. And maybe I'm gonna take a rest day tomorrow because I do feel good. And you know, we didn't really talk about the other side of that. We're talking about the importance of rest, but it's okay to listen to our bodies if our body is feeling energized. And we're like, just like you said, not putting rules around rest days. If you're like, okay, this is my scheduled rest day. Rest day is Saturday. And on Saturday, you're like, I have all of the energy of a thousand monkeys and I just really wanna go for a run. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but that's, that's a thing apparently. <laughs> And I'm just going to go for a run and you do, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's listening to our intuition too. And, and so it can go both ways. So yeah, I'm, oh my gosh, so much goodness. So many, so many good reminders of, you know, not putting rules around rest days and really just tuning in to, to what our bodies need and allowing it to, to be what it is because our bodies our bodies no our bodies are so powerful and i think we forget that sometimes it's so easy to listen to those you know those snippets of you know never regret a workout or those you know you have to work out every single day or else and remember that our bodies have so much wisdom and if we just listen <laughs> just like with food um it can be really, really powerful. Um, so yeah. Oh my gosh, Nyla. Thank you so much. Do you have any last bits of wisdom that you want to share? Anything that I guess we didn't touch on Any encouragement you want to give to the woman listening?
0: I guess I would just love them to start associating rest, not with like weakness or lazy or less than, but like positive, strong, empowering words like rest is courageous because we live in a world that maybe doesn't value rest or rest is strong. Rest is wise. Just those different, uh, you switch your language in your head about how you um, think and describe rest. I think that can make it more helpful. And also you're talking about how you love, um, doing certain workouts and joyful movement is really, I think super important. And I know like when I had feared, like if I take a rest day, then I'm never going to work out again. My husband would say like, put but, but, you like working out? Like, why would you stop doing something you enjoy? And then I, um, so that kind of just like someone coming in to say like, why would you stop doing something that you enjoy? And I would, I'd say, oh, I, I guess, but, but what if just something always comes up that I can never work out again, another single day of my life. And he said, Nyla, do you really think every single day, something's going to come up that you can never do a workout. And so just kind of realizing if your fears around rest, is there maybe some, not rational thought behind it because I definitely needed my husband to kind of point out some of just things that weren't logical that I was thinking and that can be really powerful. But um, yeah, I guess those are my last things that I wanted to share. Yeah, just see rest as uh, that it's something so important. It's not a luxury. It's an it, you need it. Everyone needs it, and you don't um, you don't have to earn it. You just you need it because you're human. It's not like all oh, I did this much now I earned my rest. No, you just need it. And, um, also you don't have to change your food up. If you've, if you've rested, just your body cues go with you everywhere you go. So just tune into your body. It'll adjust. And, um, I, yeah, I just think that is really powerful. Cause I know for a long time, if I did like yoga, I would just restrict more those days. Cause I'm not burning as many calories, but the, the knowledge that we have, I think it's BMR, like the, I don't know what it's called, basil, metallic, whatever the the rate, like the calories that your body burns. If you just laid on the couch all day, like it's not working for free. There's still processes that need um, energy. And even if you didn't move a muscle, your body still needs food. And cause yeah, it's still doing a lot of crazy stuff in there that needs fuel. And um, yeah, I think I think that is all that I wanted to say. Also your monkey comment. I I had to really like calm myself down the thousand monkey thing. I was like, Nyla, don't don't keep laughing because I don't know why that really made me giggle. I've never heard that before.
1: Uh, Neither have I. It just came out of my brain. So you guys can just take that little piece of joy today. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This has been so, so fun to talk about. And thank you so much for bringing up Food as well. And, you know, I've mentioned, you know, I talk a ton about intuitive balanced eating, and that is such a fear that so many women have is that, you know, especially if they have struggled with their relationship with food and their body in the past, feeling like they have to adjust their food in order to take a rest day, but that our bodies do tell us what we need. And our bodies are meant to change on a daily basis. We're not meant to eat the same amount on a daily basis. We're not meant to move the same amount on a daily basis. And it's okay if you eat as much on a rest day as you do on a day where you're working out. And it's okay if you eat more on days when you're working out, but that's up to your body, not up to you to control. So yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up because I think that is a fear a lot of women have. And so- Oh my gosh, so, so important. So, Nyla, I would love if you could share with the ladies listening how they can connect with you more if they want to connect with you on social media. I know you mentioned that you have an ebook that you just wrote and an audiobook that you just recorded. I would love for you to share more.
0: Yeah, I hang out mostly on Instagram. So, you can find me at Nutrition with Nyla, and I have um, a website, nutritionwithnyla.org, and I have a blog on there where I share why I ate or why I moved. And it's an inside glimpse inside uh, a mind of an intuitive eater and intuitive exercise. And I just I tell people really hone in on the the why I chose not like what I chose. I don't it's not for comparison. It's just I'm wanting to show people like what intuitive eating intuitive exercise and rest days too, um, just looks like um, from an intuitive eating perspective. And um, yeah, I just um, actually it is releasing tomorrow this uh, ebook and audiobook. So uh, it's called Confident Bod Club, and it's a two week devotional designed for Christian women that want to improve body image biblically. And so, yeah, there's the ebook version, but then I decided, you know what, I love podcasts. So I'm going to like make an audiobook version of this so people can choose to either read it or be read too. Cause I, that's fun. And also it's easy in life when you're busy to just pop in some earbuds and be listening to an audiobook that way. So yeah, it's um, they're like quick five minute reads and it starts with a Bible verse and there's a teaching and then there's a truth to think on. So it's kind of like summarized what we talked about and you can kind of chew on that truth all day. And yeah, it just poured out of me one December. God just told me like gave this idea to me. And I I went home and I wrote it really quick and edited it. And it has been like, I don't know, I've, I was when I was editing it, I was thinking like, this is helping me reading it again. Like I wrote this and then I'm like, no, I, I didn't write this. Like he gave me the words. Like it's just so powerful. I feel like his name should be on the title, not mine. And so, yeah, I'm super excited that it comes out tomorrow. So, um, but by the time this probably comes out, it will be already out. So, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. And I'm so excited to listen to it. I love that you made it an ebook and also an audiobook because I'm definitely an audiobook listener. And I think a lot of the moms listening, I mean, they are listening to a podcast right now. So clearly audio is something (laughs) that they're interested in. Um, But uh, I think that the audio option is so, so helpful, especially for busy women and moms who just need to listen to something as they're going through their day and having that powerful message either at the start of their day or throughout their day, I think is going to be so huge. So, oh my gosh, I am so excited for you, Nyla. This was so incredible. So much wisdom you know that I have three final fun rapid fire questions. I love to ask before we, before we go. So are you ready for them? Mm -hmm. Yep. Awesome. So my first question is what is your favorite thing to cook?
0: I, I love baking. I think I'm more of a baker. I do cook, but I like, um, baking and I love baking with beans, like black beans or chickpeas and things like that. And my current really favorite thing is a recipe my sister gave me and it um it I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right but it uses aqua faba or faba I'm not sure how you do it so bean water and I had never used that before and it's it's the bean kind of like the juice that the the bean juice that the beans come in and I never knew that you could use that and so I love finding ways I don't have to throw out food I like being thrifty so yeah you just put it in and it kind of my understanding is that I think it replaces the egg it was a vegan recipe um And I'm not vegan, but it's okay to make vegan recipes, even if you're not vegan. And uh, yeah, it's a coconut black bean fudge recipe. And the texture, when you make it the way that the recipe says, like the texture literally is fudge. And my husband doesn't usually like like my chickpea peanut butter brownies and stuff that I make, but he's like, this is pretty good. Like Out of the things you've made, this this is not bad. So that's my favorite thing right now.
1: Oh my gosh. That sounds so good. Can you shoot me the, is it like a, a link? Cause I would love yeah. to put that in the show notes. I also want to try sure. it myself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just on a I've blog. I've heard so. of aquafaba before and I've not, I don't think I've ever actually made it myself. Um, when I was, I was vegan years and years ago now. And I remember hearing about it and I've tried some crazy things. I've made banana cream pie with, um, with seaweed. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> a seaweed that like turns into a gelatinous texture and other people who are cringing or are like, what are do you talking? It was actually really delicious. Um, oh. Irish moss, you soak it and it turns into this gelatinous texture and you blend it with bananas. And I think I use like honey or maple syrup. It sounds disgusting, but it's actually really delicious. And I feel like the aquafaba is kind of a similar thing where it's like, is that actually going to be good? But then it turns out, it turns out really well. I've heard of people using it, um, as almost like a whipped cream type of thing. You can whip it and then you can, I'm sure it's like the fiber that's with the chickpeas or whatever it is. Um, and, uh, so that's really interesting. So I'm excited to try that. That sounds really good. I love that. I have a friend who made me chickpea blondies and those Mm. were really good.
0: Mm-hmm. When you were talking about your banana cream pie and you said you made it with seaweed, I thought you like replaced the bananas with seaweed, so I thought you made like a, <laughs> a cream seaweed pie, and that's why I was like, that sounds really gross, Christian. But <laughs> that does. But, but, then when, but then you explained it, and then I realized, oh, it's just doing similar, like what the yeah, aqua they were still bananas. does. <laughs> and you can't taste it; it just changes the texture. It honestly, my thing tasted like coconut. It has coconut oil in it, so it tasted mm-hmm. like coconut
1: and um, chocolate. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. I know if you think of like all of the crazy things that are that we eat anyway, just in foods like in, you know, packaged foods, because we all eat some packaged foods. Right. And um, there's a lot crazier things than beans <laughs> or seaweed in the foods. that we eat. <laughs> You're just making it at home. That's so cool. I love that. That's such a cool answer. So then what is your favorite thing to order if you are going out to eat when that's a thing or ordering takeout or have someone else cook for you?
0: Um, Like we make sourdough. We got into sourdough over COVID, Um, just had more time together. So we got into that and- we kind of tag, tag toe or not tag toe, tag team. I mean, our sourdough and I like feed it throughout the week when we're not using it. But then my husband actually like does the stretch and folds with the sourdough. So I like when he, he makes the sourdough for me and he makes a really good rye sourdough. And I love eating it like with fried eggs and cheese and some salt and pepper and um, some, yeah. And that's really delicious. Or my sister makes really good enchiladas and I, she's given me the recipe and I don't know, it's just, doesn't taste right when I make it, even though I'm following her recipe. So I love that. And then my mom, just some of the family, or like the childhood foods that my mom used to make, they just some, they taste big, better when sometimes the original person makes them, even when you're following the recipe. So she makes them sweet and sour. We call them mighty meatballs. And um, I love when she makes those with rice and like so good. And yeah, they just taste better when when they make them. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. Yes. I totally think that food tastes better when somebody else makes it for you, especially (laughs) if it is those kind of nostalgic recipes or some of your favorite recipes. I know my mom has this, um, broccoli bake recipe from the eighties that she's made every single, she usually makes it for like Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter, kind of the big holidays. And she's offered the recipe to me and I know exactly what's in it. I could probably make it like by heart, but I've never made it before and I never will make it because it's just so special and it's just so yummy and cheesy and broccoli. It's so good. And yeah, it's so special just because she makes it. So I love that. Mm -hmm. So my final question, because you know that we love here on the healthy balance Mob podcast to talk about balance in every area. I love to ask my guests, what does your beautiful balance mean to you?
0: Yeah, I was thinking about this. And the word just harmony comes to mind. Um, like your different days complementing each other, they don't have to look the same. But over time, all the important things get, get attention. And that just creates this beautiful balance. And yeah, like harmony, I, I love music and harmony, that part is not the same as like, the the melody, they're different. And so yeah, just harmony with your days and how they complement each other, even though they don't look the same. And Um, Yeah, that's just kind of what came to mind when I thought of that question.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So beautiful. I love that so much. And I think that very much aligns with my view of balance too. It's not about perfection. It is about, you know, every day is going to be a little bit different, but they all, they all kind of go together. So, oh my gosh, what a perfect way to end. I love it so much. Nyla, thank you so much for your wisdom today, for sharing your story and being so open and vulnerable about the struggles that you've had with rest and giving us some really practical and even biblical wisdom on rest. Hey friend, do you love this podcast? Has it been
0: a blessing to you? The best way you can thank me for producing the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast is by telling a friend about it or sharing a screenshot of the episode you tuned into on your story. Better yet, leave a five-star rating and a really nice review on iTunes to encourage others to check it out and see what all the hype is about. Thank you.